Hello and welcome back to the latest Think Business podcast powered by Bank of Ireland. San Francisco company Sendoso recently established its European headquarters in Dublin with the creation of 100 jobs. From the get-go, the company says it intends to source Irish products as part of its corporate gifting catalogue and one of the first Irish businesses to transform its European scaling journey is Rob Kearney-backed Snack Farm. I talked to Sendoso's country manager in Ireland, David Ryan, a seasoned tech executive who has masterminded the entire global product rollouts for major brands like Electronic Arts, various Star Wars games, as well as building e-commerce systems for giants like Walmart. Sendoso is a San Francisco company that recently came to Dublin uh, in October last year, 2021. It announced 100 new jobs covering the whole gamut of everything that's e-commerce from software engineering, business development, supply chain, customer support. And recently the company showed just what it's capable of by doing a deal with Irish company Snack Farm that will help reach that, expand that company's reach into Europe. Uh, you're very welcome, David. Thanks a lot, John. Delighted to be here. And uh, tell us about yourself, I suppose, first of all. I mean, um, the career that brought you to Sendoso? Because uh, when we look at all those, it's a very rounded, it's like it's like someone's took a perfect Silicon Valley e-commerce company and just landed it in Dublin and you're to kind of um, lead the charge on, on its development. Tell us tell us about the, the, the responsibility you have, but also what, what what brought you to Sendoso in terms of your career that, that's put you in that position and where you're, where you're managing such a, I suppose, a diverse but potent mix of, of, of skills and firepower? Sure. Um, I suppose if you look back, um, I've come from uh, a space in an era where I've been leading, creating and leading 24 by 7, always on businesses, um, either delivering services or online marketplaces. Um, I Just reflecting back a few years, I launched and ran the live production environments for Warhammer Online, very large, successful online game. I launched League of Legends um, and uh, on behalf of Goa Games, the French Trans Telecom um, uh, online gaming subsidiary. Um, and we launched uh, League of Legends, um, the world's most successful online game. Um, moving from then, uh, Electronic Arts asked me to head up the operation in Galway of um, their new live production environment, um, which I built uh, with my team down there. And we stood that up and we hosted and supported the live production, the QA, the whole community management and customer support of Star Wars, The Old Republic. Um, This is the first time George Lucas had licensed his intellectual property outside of LucasArts. So all eyes are on us. And I had the privilege of reporting in on our daily performance of uh, Star Wars uh, to George Lucas and his 200 friendly lawyers. And um, just to give you a sense of scale and size, day one, as we lit the servers up in Australia, we had 4 million customers. And it followed the sun as Australia went to sleep, India woke up. And as India went to sleep, Europe woke up. And we had this constant wave of customers. Day one, we had 18,000 customer contacts. Um, and it was an enormously uh, successful operation. So always on. Uh, from there, I had the opportunity of moving to Jet.com, where I was asked to set up um, a development center in Dublin um, uh, to do the foundational tech to support uh, an Amazon competitor, basically. So Mark Laura had the one of the founders of Diapers.com had the. Uh, insight 
that um, the vast majority of the cost of goods delivered to your house uh, through Amazon uh, were transport costs. Could you get smarter, rip out transport costs by bundling products together in one box, minimizing air shipped, and get them to you more cost effectively? Uh, that was the proposition of Jet.com. We built the technology around the smart cart, as we called it, where we ripped out uh, transportation costs through optimized um, bundling of product together uh, from similar warehouses and uh, similar suppliers. Pass those discounts out in the basket direct to you as you loaded your basket. Our basket size was significant. We went way above Amazon's. And we got that after about six months to a billion dollars ARR, annual recurring revenue. That's how you, you uh, uh, value and assess uh, SaaS-based businesses. And um, we went to Walmart to ask them, would they like to list their products on our cool marketplace? Because we were getting access to customers who live in high-rise apartments and didn't drive SUVs. And... Um, we got the attention of Doug McMillan, uh, the CEO of Walmart, and within about eight weeks, uh, he'd basically made a proposition to acquire us. So Jet.com was acquired um, about five years ago, and uh, the whole company was integrated into Walmart and Walmart.com. So my last four years before I joined Sendozo, I was running a tech team of 120 um, looking after some foundational products for Walmart.com, things like click and collect, uh, these sort of things, uh, new products coming out of the Dublin market, including the building of the Intelligent Retail Lab, which is taking video from cameras in shops and looking at things like uh, perishables, spills, theft, checkouts, list shopping, things like that. So um, it was a marketplace, a public marketplace, walmart.com. Um, brings me to Sendozo. Uh, it is a marketplace. It's a marketplace for gifts, for corporates to send gifts to prospects, customers, and uh, future customers. Um, and it was founded by way of um, uh, Chris... Rudigrap uh, from um, and Braden Young from uh, San Francisco, and it'll ha it has an interesting uh, genesis, and I'll cover that in a few minutes. But my role in Sendozo is to build the European headquarters because the sort of clients uh, that we're dealing with are looking for a, Euro uh, a full global solution. So I'm building the full e-commerce offering for Sendozo in in Europe, headquartered in Dublin, warehouses in. Dublin and in the UK and servicing the UK and all of Europe uh, in its service offering. And that's like an amazing array of war stories, I call them, if you could, if you could because they take it from, from masterminding the, the global rollout of something like a Star Wars game, which has a huge following, to figuring out the procurement and the logistics and delivery and the systems behind it for Walmart to do that. 
that's an amazing set of challenges and an amazing amount of stuff done. I mean, were you uh, an engineer by training or uh, would, you, would you say, what, what, what is the traits that you bring to this? Because, you know, are you a manager? Are you, are you an engineering uh, powerhouse? What, what, what is it that helps? I mean, what was the background, I suppose, that gave you this uh, ability to be involved in such kind of uh, complex projects with such big moving parts, but at the same time, global impact? Um, I suppose it comes from your parental roots. I grew up in a highly entrepreneurial family. Uh, my father founded and ran one of the largest um, uh, office equipment businesses in, in Ireland, Brian S. Ryan. I was just immersed in it from a young age, understanding the roots of business, the nature. And my father gave me a piece of wisdom I use to this day. He said to me, remember, never forget Nothing happens till somebody sells something. Everything else is downstream. Your customers are everything. Your relationship with your customers are everything. And when you have that sort of DNA um, in you and that sort of skill and mindset developed over the years, um, you kind of morph towards growing businesses and the challenge of engaging with customers. Because what I've described there is engaging with customers in online services or delivering groceries to them, it's still engaging with customers. So i that's the deep roots, engaging with customers and how you do it and how you make them feel. Um, it's not what you say to customers, it's how you make them feel and how they feel about themselves having interacted with you. That's the critical thing. So the other piece of advice I got my, from my father was uh, never let a clever CFO tell you how to run a business. I always know the numbers uh, and he guided me towards getting an accountancy qualification, which I did with KPMG, but I always had a fascination for software um, and uh, its potential. And I have grown up and been working with software and software engineers my whole working life as they bought amazing products to market. I've been just a facilitator to this. I haven't been driving the, the, the software development. I've been just getting roadblocks out of the way, making sure that things worked and were deployed properly. Uh, get, the sub, get the experts in the room. Let's work it out together and let's make sure the customers don't suffer um, as you push forward um, because you will make mistakes as you push forward. And you should make mistakes because if it's perfect information, you'll never move forward. You'll never make a decision. You'll wait till everything's perfect. And you'll never move forward. So you you must push forward and take risks, but manage your customers and their expectations. Actually, you echo a, a, a philosophy I hold dear as well is like people don't always remember what you say, but they'll always remember how you make them feel, which I carry, carry true. But it's just it's funny that you say it there in, in terms of the customer journey, because it's very true. Uh, and again, I, I, I see this now with a lot of people I talk to. Uh, I, I've, for example, had an interview there recently with Pat Phelan from Sisu. And, you know, you talk about things like, you know, even just, you know, even how every single shop smells. It's, it's like everyone's thinking about the experience of, of their transactions, whether it is walking to a physical store or it is how, you know, you buy something one day and it arrives the next day or it's, it's, or it meets the expectations and you're going to go back and spend money again with that source because again, it gave you a good feeling, right? So, um, 
when it comes to Sendoso um, and the whole gifting revolution and what we're seeing there in, in terms of the corporate space and the SME space, but what I was inspired by was seeing a fast-growing young Irish company choose Sendoso to kind of expand its reach across Europe. T- tell us about the, the relationship with Snack Farm and how, you know, what it is you're going to help them do in terms of their reach and what what people expect and, and why Sendoso fits those expectations. I think it'll be useful if I just kind of prefaced it as to what Sendoza is mm-hmm. and then how Stack Farm fits into it. Yeah. Um, I'll just give you a small anecdote. This all started, Sendoza started with a dog bark, right? A dog bark. Chris, <laughs> yeah. Chris, the CEO, was on the phone trying to sell software to somebody. And a dog barked in the background, the customer's dog. He immediately got on, ordered a dog toy, sent it to them, and lo and behold, that customer, you know, became a customer of long standing for Chris. Wow. Uh, and he started to send out small little things of recognition, appreciation, with personalized gifts and notes to people he was engaging with. And he found his prospect list went up, his meetings were taken, things happened, and he was very successful. Uh, at that. And he started to think with his pal Braden, how could we make this a lot smarter? Hence, Sendoza was born. It's a software platform, allows you to send out GIFs. And the special sauce is that we're integrating into all the CRM systems, Marketo, HubSpot, et cetera. So you see what you've sent, you get an ROI on what you've sent. And we have a marketplace where we list goods that people can send on behalf, uh, as sales and marketing professionals, and we have warehouses to fulfill that. So how does Snack Farm fit into that? Well, I, as an Irishman, um, I'm thrilled to be able to bring Sendoza to the Irish market because this is a marketplace that we can list innovative, unique, high-quality products that are open then for selection by the sales and marketing professionals of these global contracts that we have to say, I want to send snacks to somebody uh, because they're runners and they're healthy eaters or they climb mountains at the weekend. And I know that. And it's a personalized gift. It's relevant to them. It'll make you know, hopefully it'll make them feel good about themselves. And it's I'm in tune with them. So you can see how, um, you know, Rob Carney is uh, uh, the ambassador for, for uh, Snack Farm. Um, and very much an investor and very much part of Snack Farm. And we are really excited about joining up with Snack Farm to bring them onto the marketplace, enable them to be picked as ascend, as we call it, uh, to prospective and existing customers. Thank you and recognition for um, a relationship that is being built up with these customers. Um, so how do they, they will be listed or they are listed and they're available for selection. So if anybody in America sees Snack Farm and says, I want to send that to my customers in France, it's wide open for them to do that. So it's, it's giving them access to contracts and marketplace at no cost to them. And it's, I just feel uh, that it's a nice way that Sendoza can help Ireland. It's SME and you know, business base, kind of get access to business beyond our shores, help our lift ourselves out of this pandemic um, and get ourselves up and trading again. And um, 
that's where Snack Farm fits in. And we're immensely proud and privileged to, to be working with them, a highly ambitious company uh, with a great ambassador. And do you see yourself dealing with more similar companies? Because I think there are lots of companies like that and just in diff- different fields and different areas. But Absolutely. I mean, the selection of high value goods is a broad selection. It's a marketplace. I mean, we've, we've got uh, 30,000 gifts within our whole catalogue, but within Europe, we're building that out. And in Ireland, we're building that out. So mm. back in October, I announced that we'd um, done a deal with Stillgarden Distillery, which is bespoke botanical gin brewed or distilled in Ishikor. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, we've got Craft Direct in Mullingar uh, for craft beers. Love it. Uh, We've got Mookie and Boo, uh, a lifestyle brand based in Greystones, and Kinderfolk, uh, a lifestyle store based in Galway. So it's big and small, spread around the country. Um, and as I say, we have the warehouses to stock the goods um, and the ability to offer them in the marketplace for selection. We're going to be getting other vendors and suppliers um, uh, onto, the, onto the platform. And as you rightly pointed out at the start of this uh, this chat, um, we are we have buyers and curators. So we have got people active in the marketplace. And if anybody is interested in listening to this, if they want to engage with us, if you go onto the Sendozo.com website, look under partners, you'll click the link to become a partner. And if you're based in Europe, you'll be talking to our buying team and our curation team. So that's how you do it. It's no more complicated than that. And tell me why uh, Sandoso picked Dublin, picked Dublin in particular. I mean, like I can rattle. You know, I mean, Dublin. It, it goes without saying that Dublin is kind of like a who's who of every tech giant possible from San Francisco, largely. Um, you got some great companies there. But from from your perspective, what was it about Dublin that made it uh, su- suitable, or I suppose? ideal for for the um the nature of the business and, and, and as, as i can tell I mentioned, I mentioned all the various jobs that you've created it's a full rounded e-commerce capability as far as i can tell uh, what was it about dublin that, that made dublin stand out well as you rightly point out it is a full rounded e-commerce um solution so we had to look and see can all of these various mandates that go with an e-commerce solution can they be met from the irish marketplace and we've heard for years and years that tech is obviously one of those big mandates and can the market and can Europe, because free movement of labor, supply great tech and software development folks to help us on this on this mission? And the answer was yes. Um, can we have uh, access to people who would support tech and be foundational to delivering amazing product like product managers and UX designers, the answer was yes. Um, well, what about buyers? Are we in Ireland known for high quality products and buyers that have can select high quality product? Well, I think the answer to that is yes. Ireland is Ireland's brand is built on things like quality um, and purity of manufacture. Um, and then you think about uh, logistics and warehousing. And is Ireland and have they got their act together about being able to ship product across Europe really quickly within date? Um, the answer to that is yes. Um, 
And then you fold in all the cultural elements of that English speaking, you fold in the geographic benefit of having us being closest to the USA and also having access in our working day to the European working day. Um, you put all of that in the mix uh, and you get an answer which says, we've got to seriously consider Ireland. And um, that's how the decision was made. All the mandates are well-serviced um, and the market is mature in these mandates as well. So uh, we're very pleased and we're finding incredible uh, traction in the marketplace. We, uh, we started this company back, as you said, um, back end of uh, 21. We are uh, we've targeting 100 roles across all of those mandates. Uh, we're at 40 now and we're climbing every month. And uh, we have intake classes, as we call them, every two weeks. Um, so, yeah, we're growing hard, growing fast. Um, and Ireland is proving to be a wise decision. And I suppose uh, the thing, the, traditionally, I mean, I'm not, not going to put words in your mouth here or, or ask you a leading question here, but generally the tradition of a lot of San Francisco type uh, global digital companies, like when they come to Ireland, the tradition has been they all seem to grow. Do you, did you think that that's possible here in Ireland, that, that you know, the initial 100 could eventually be eclipsed by further growth opportunities? Oh, I think so. I mean, the 100 was what we're, we could see. I mean, it wasn't just a it wasn't just a number plucked out of the air. We could see a hundred easily, which is why we're comfortable in uh, laying out that number. Um, oh no, we we could we could have, as Chris has said uh, a couple of weeks ago, many hundreds uh, within Europe. Um, the company very recently uh, completed a funding round with SoftBank, um, and SoftBank is an interesting uh, uh, you know funder of high potentials. Um, DECA billion companies, they like to get involved with people that are category changers, or in our case, as we are called, category creators. Um, so there's an expectation of us delivering a lot, um, and we're in execution mode. We have the product market fit is done for Sendoza. This is proven. We have 800 customers, 30,000 units. We're doubling every year. And so product market fit is done. This is all about execution. And um, as I was last night, I was listening to um, uh, our regional, or not our regional, our uh, annual kickoff um, in San Francisco. <clears throat> and we had one of, the, um, one of the consultants to the company, let me put it like that, saying to them, listen, guys, you've got to realize you're beyond a startup. You sometimes call yourself a startup. And, you know, it feels like that sometimes because we're really scrappy and we're fast moving. But actually, you're, you're approaching, as he calls it, escape velocity. This thing is taking off. And so we're in execution mode. Ireland is a great base for us. And those, those, that number of jobs, I think, will significantly increase. Brilliant. And with that, David Ryan, thank you so much for your time. Again, Sendozo, very interesting company to watch. And it's also very refreshing when you see a global company come to Ireland and work really early on with Irish companies. So that's really great to see. So thanks very much, David. Not at all, John. Thank you for the time. <laughs>